Hello and welcome back to another episode of Rest Period. My name is Chris. And my name is Shane. And my name is... Wait. Oh, <laughs> I was actually going to say that after you said Mauricio. <laughs> <laughs> well, on today's topic, where's Shane? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's a... That's... That's... um, That's... that's We don't talk about that anymore. Yeah. Ever since he ghosted us. Yeah. Ever since he ghosted us. Now we just... It's, it's strictly business with Shane now because we know how he feels about our friendship right he yeah. doesn't care he doesn't he doesn't give a flying heck yeah he doesn't give a flying bird that's right amen brother amen birds fly <laughs> except for penguins and emus and uh oh what are those things called dodos they didn't fly that's probably why they went extinct right what about flamingos mm, they fly do they uh yeah they migrate huh i never knew flamingos to fly really oh because you only see them in pictures or in lawn ornaments where they're just chilling on the one leg yeah or whatever yeah i didn't i didn't think they could fly i don't know yeah what about peacocks Mm, i think they can fly but only like really short distances like they they fly up into trees right what about a chicken yeah that's a bird Mm, can they fly i think they can like flap their wings for a second get like a little lift if they're not like you know your your regular farm chicken that they fatten up yeah you know while we're on the topic actually of birds and flying i just i guess this is a really good time to pose this question to you don't you think it would absolutely suck if you won the animal lottery and became a bird but then ended up as like say a chicken where you could barely fly but you couldn't really so you just you're like all right i'm a bird which is cool because birds can fly but then you're like wait a second no i shoot you know yeah that would suck i like if i became a bird i want to be like a bald eagle you know just like freedom no i'm just kidding it's not really that it's because bald eagles are dope they can like they are aren't they the ones that can go like 200 miles an hour on a dive or whatever no that's a peregrine falcon okay i want to be that yeah that'd be pretty sick but also here's a funny thing actually while while we're talking about bald eagles did you know that you know in movies when you see a bald eagle flying it's like this super intense screech yeah yeah um bald eagles can't actually make that sound (laughs) for real yeah they sound so dumb do they really they really do It's tragic. I'm pretty sure it's it's some sort of hawk. I think it's a red-tailed hawk that they overlay the screech from. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's so bad. But they have to because it's like the bald eagle and it's like America and like freedom. freedom. Yeah. And it can't sound like a, just like a lame-ass bird. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> I mean, it's not that bad, but it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> they don't sound like bald eagles let's just put it that way oh my god that's that's pretty funny <laughs> yeah they act what they sound like is a balding eagle <laughs> they're like midlife crisis kind of eagle yeah like midlife crisis kind of the the bald circle on top of their head the kind of glasses that don't fit right in the oversized suit like that's what they sound like oh my but you know freedom isn't about what it sounds like it's what it looks like and bald eagles look epic yeah now that that is true that's why yeah, we like, chose it as our emblem or whatever instead of a wild turkey yeah i'm so glad we didn't go with a wild turkey dude for real it'd be really hard to be patriotic if your national bird was a wild wild turkey right maybe that's why other countries aren't as patriotic they they're all oh americans are so arrogant it's like no we just have an absolutely 
awesome mascot. Whereas like, what do you have? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Well, that said, the country I'm from, we have like this like pretty cool looking white horse. Really? Is it like a Pegasus? Um, I'm not sure what that means, but maybe that's one. It's a mythical creature. It's the horse that flies. No, they're usually white. Oh, 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 right, right. No, not that. No, it's just like a, it's just like a white, like a white horse on its hind legs standing up. Hmm. Like, um, anyway, it just, it just looks cool. Like, it's just like, it like, it's a cool, it's like, like, it's not just like a horse. It's like cool the way they did the horse, you know? Yeah. What does Germany got for a national animal? Oh yeah. You know, the German national animal is absolutely awesome. Is it a snake? It's, it's just phenomenal. Oh, it's the golden eagle. I mean, yes, it's the golden eagle. Okay. Is it really? <laughs> I had to Google that. <laughs> Did you really? I did. Oh, it's epic, though. That thing looks intense. What did you say? It was a golden eagle? Yeah, it's the German golden eagle or something. Bundesatla is what it's called. Okay. I mean, it just looks like an eagle, but like, it, it is cool. I like it. It looks fierce. That hooked bill. Oof, that would suck. To get well, it kind of looks similar by. to like the, the bald eagle, just a different color. Yeah. I mean, the bald eagle's head is also significantly larger. Oh, yeah. I see a side by side right now. Right. But we're in America. So the bald eagle trumps the golden eagle. It does. I mean, I definitely, I think if it came down to a fight, the bald eagle would probably win. I mean, the claws on that thing are insane. Yeah. You don't want to get in a fight with an eagle. Any eagle, no. I think. Yeah. I mean, I think the second that an eagle starts attacking your face, you're that's you're having a bad day. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why those animal handler gloves for like falcons and stuff, they're like mm-hmm. that thick. Like they're, anyway, I, I've never caught an eagle with one of those, but I've put one of the gloves on and like, mm. It's got some serious weight to it. Like, it's hella thick. You can barely move your finger. And by barely, I literally mean, like, you can wiggle them a little bit. Like, you can wow. barely, like, you can move them, but, like, there's, you, you know, it's, there's no finesse at all. There's no finesse. <laughs> your vibe is all messed up. You ain't got no finesse. That's uh, pretty rough. Yeah. Well, speaking of wild animals, I found a snake den today. Tell us about that. Well, uh, I was working with a friend, and um, we were removing concrete from the ground, and and so then he had said, oh, yeah, there's snakes in there. And I was like, haha, cool. I don't see any. And then there was like a snake skin. I think like, mm, that's interesting. But then I moved a piece of concrete and three snakes came out. Oh, OK. Wow. And then after that, for the next 20 minutes, every single piece of concrete re- removed had at least two or three more snakes. Wow. Speechless? A little bit. Yeah. It, okay. And you have to understand, I do not like snakes. I understand that. I like underscore do not like them. Yeah. And read into that. I'm absolutely terrified of them. Were they like garden snakes? Oh, they were garter snakes. Are those non-poisonous kind of like the smaller ones? Yeah. I mean, they can get pretty big. Define pretty big. Six feet? Mm, yeah. I mean, like they get, mm, let's see, garter snake. I'm looking on our friend. Oh, Wow, 18 to 54 inches. 54 is pretty big. That's a, that's a like four feet. 18 inches is pretty big. It's a foot and a half. Yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know. When you think of snakes, I always go to like the big guys, you know, like boa constrictors, anacondas. You know? Yeah, but I mean like, but 54 inches, I mean, that's over four feet. Like that is a significant size of snake. Right. That's a fierce snake. Yeah, it's like a four and a half foot snake. Yeah, and so the funny thing though about garter snakes is that they look, at least the breed that we have here, 
they look just like rattlesnakes. Oh, really? Yeah. Like they have, I mean, I'm sure there's the minute differences and all that, but they look, I mean, if you just glance at it, you go, oh, it's, a gar- uh, it's a rattlesnake, but it's not. And the funniest thing is when you piss them off, they actually coil up and shake their tail like a rattlesnake. So when you have one of them pissed off and it's like striking at your hand, it looks and acts like a rattlesnake. So it is panic inducing. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's terrifying. Yeah. And I understand yeah. your fear of snakes, bro, because like we went on this hike. I told I mean, we talked about this in the last episode, but like Barbara and I went on a hike on Saturday mm-hmm. and, you know, like it's really nice. You know, the weather was great, whatever. But like the entire time we're on the trail, like when you know, when like trails get like a little bit small, they get a little narrow, you know, with like the bushes on the sides and whatever. It's like big enough for one person. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. OK, so when it, when a trail gets like that, I like freak out a little bit because I'm like, God, I hope there's no snakes living like on either side of this trail like near like the path because like if a rattlesnake comes out and bites me i'm screwed mm-hmm. or like say like what and what's even more fear inducing is like if we're on the way back from like the hike mm-hmm. we just did and we're on the path back and then there's a rattlesnake i'm like i'm i'm just i don't know what i'm doing i'm gonna try call 911 hopefully i have service i guess i don't know what i'm doing you know what i mean like mm-hmm. or like maybe like what do you do take a rock throw it hopefully it runs away and then just sprint past that section mm-hmm. like i have no idea idea i should invest in maybe like see if there's some like rattlesnake spray or something like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're yeah i don't know snakes are just they're terrifying but what i just found out in researching more about garter snakes apparently they are actually venomous they just lack an effective means to deliver the venom (laughs) so it's kind of like okay so if you just you know um oh what's it called when it oh mutate so if they just mutated a little bit then then they could kill you that's that's pleasant to think about yeah hey but you know what at least we don't have this some some of those like really messed up snakes that they got like out east like in the yeah like an asp oh no they don't have those in the east they have no no, no, not not the east like america like the east like the far east okay yeah no they have some twisted snakes forgive the pun (laughs) got it (laughs) (laughs) um no but for real like there's that one snake and maybe this is like a south american snake i don't know i just i'm pretty sure it doesn't exist in america and that's good enough for me but the one that Mm -hmm. can that like like shoots venom like it like oh the spitting cobra yeah and like it always aims for the eyes yeah no that's messed up like it doesn't miss unless you like dodge it like it's that's that's twisted dude yeah i'm ugh, i can't do snakes also what was that like evolutionary track you know what i mean where like the cobra got the ability to like spit and like aim effectively aim the venom you know what i mean yeah you have to wonder about that i mean but not just with spitting cobras though but with so many different types of animals like how how did natural selection work out in that way right it, yeah it makes no sense it's it's crazy yeah but yeah so anyway so i i found the snake den and um i actually i successfully picked up a couple of snakes and threw them into the grass so they could chill. So I actually, I saved several snakes lives today. So I feel like that puts me really nicely in the black on the karma calendar or, you know, ledger in terms of snakes. So I try to do that, you know, like people ask me, oh, you know, do you want to try some exotic food? And I'm like, sure, cow. And they're like, no, shark fin. Like, yeah, you know, I really don't want that karma. So and it's sort of the same with snakes. Like I try to do nice things for the snakes that I do see so that their brethren won't want to 
to kill me. Right. Like, take Australia, for example. Would you ever want to visit Australia? No. Everything there is poisonous and can kill you. That's the thing. Yeah, it's like everything's trying to kill you. But then you go a few kilometers across the ocean and then you get to New Zealand and nothing's trying to kill you. Yeah. How does that work? I don't know. And I would love to, I would love to visit New Zealand. Me too. And then I could look at Australia through a telescope. Right. Except Australia's got that the Great Barrier Reef, which sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I love coral reefs, reefs from like a conservation perspective. Like I think they're great. You know, we need them. Fish need them. That's all good. But honestly, my love of them kind of stops there. I, I've just never been that fascinated with watching fish swim. I do like watching turtles swim. <laughs> That's funny. But I don't know. I like people get so riled up and excited about it. And I'm just kind of like, I'd rather see cougars hunt in the moonlight, you know, or I'd rather watch bears climb trees or rhinoceroses plunge through the grasslands or elephants drink water through their trunks i mean there's just so many things that get me more excited about nature but sure sure yeah, I get coral that. reefs are still kind of cool i don't know but i but that's the thing would i risk my life for it no like, yeah i would way rather go into a tiger infested lion infested african wildlife area and just chill than swim with sharks or something oh that's funny see because i i prefer the ocean over like the jungle so really? yeah well like because i grew huh. up like i grew up always near an ocean mm -hmm. um and then like as a kid i surfed a lot and stuff so like i don't know i love I, lo I love the ocean and it's it's, it's pretty pretty rad i I, don't get me wrong. I don't not love the ocean. I love the ocean. Like I think there's very little that's more soothing or beautiful than the ocean. But from a what I would rather kind of risk my life in, like what would I rather immerse myself in around dangerous creatures? I'd rather immerse myself in jungle than yeah. The ocean. Yeah, no, I, I I'm following you there, man. Yeah, no, I yeah. give me give me the ocean of the week. Like let's put it this way: I hate swimming in rivers and lakes. I mean, there's some that have been pretty cool, but like for the most part, I don't like it. I I Give me mm. the ocean nine times out of ten. But for example, mm. you know, there's like Lake Tahoe. Like that's a nice mm -hmm. lake. You know what I mean? Like it it's nice, nice to lake. go there to like swim and whatever. Like it's it's nice. It's pleasant. It's not. And I think for me, it's not that it's lake. It's that it's a lake per se or freshwater versus saltwater or anything like that. It's mm -hmm. because of the makeup of the land leading into the ocean. So like for a mm. beach, it's sand. Mm -hmm. For a lake, it's usually like dirt, like muddy, mm. right? Or it's like very rocky. I mean, there mm. are beaches where it's very rocky and, and you need some kind of fo ocean, o oceanic footwear. But mm -hmm. like for the most part, when you think of the beach, you think of sand. You know what I mean? I love that. But when I think of the yeah. lake, I think of like okay now i gotta buy like water shoes and so it's just like a whole thing i'm like i just give me like because then also like when you go to clean up i don't know i just don't i grew up with the beach man you know what i mean that said yeah. there's places like lake tahoe which are really dope because like even though it's it's like it's like a dirt but like a flag like almost almost sand like it's granulated rock but it's like mm -hmm. sand like anyway so like that like at tahoe i really dig it but like other lakes rivers that i've been to i'm not a big fan yeah that, i see that yeah but but that said, in Northern California, the ocean water up here is too damn cold for me. So <laughs> that yeah. said, I don't go swimming in the ocean up here because the water's too cold and I go to a lake anyway. But but when I do go to the lake, I go like in late summer once the water's had a chance to like, you know, warm up a few degrees because I am, God, I am so weak when it comes to going into cold water. I just, I can't do it. I'm such a wuss. It's, it's, it's hilarious. Like, so you take it, you, I take it 
you wouldn't participate in our January 1st spring, uh, January 1st swim. God, no, no, no. It's so great. You just jump in the pond and there's sometimes snow on the ground and you just dive right in and go for a swim until your muscles lock up and you're fighting to keep going, but you have to make it across. Yeah, if if, if there was money on the line, then yeah. No, no money, just pride. No, 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 I get that. What I'm saying is if there was money on the line, I would do it, but it would have to be like- How much would you do it for? Um, I'd, At least like 500 bucks. Okay. Okay, that's actually a really good segue into our into our next segment. Mm-hmm. How much would it cost? <laughs> Ooh, I like where this is going. Yeah. So this is this is basically where we just ask how much, like what what's your number? Maybe that's what we should call it. What's your number? But what's your number for certain <laughs> things, right? Like, for example, you know, to you know go to let's say Alaska in the middle of winter and you know get into a bathing suit, chill in a sauna, and then jump into the snow for five minutes. You know what's your number what would it take uh-huh. and that's assuming obviously like the trip is all paid for like you're you're already there yeah yeah yeah. and now someone's sure. like all right you're gonna jump in the snow now i know we're in the sauna but you're gonna jump in the snow for five minutes oh my god mm-hmm. it just reminds me of this challenge that they do in antarctica yeah you know the one yep yeah it's like that basically yeah like, what would be your number god i don't know did i pay for the trip myself uh i mean let's just assume money doesn't play into the whole trip part you're you're there okay because yeah. i'm thinking like if i paid for the trip myself that means i have money right so then maybe like a few million but like if i'm at my current level i mean I do. No, you're like- at your current level you're there because i don't know i wanted to go take pictures of bald eagles or something so <laughs> i took you with me i don't know i don't know um i mean honestly like I, like my my first thought is like okay a million right but i'm like uh-huh. i mean honestly if somebody was like here's a hundred grand or even like 10 grand i'd probably do it maybe not 10 grand i don't know God, I know I'd do it for at least a hundred. Let me just ask you that. I mean, really? Like it would take that much? Like you're, all it is is five minutes of extreme discomfort and then 10 minutes of warming back up. Oh no, I know. And I'm just, I... and I'm like, here is, here is $3,000 cash. Like right here, it's sitting right here. It's yours if you do it. You wouldn't do it? Three grand, I don't know. I probably would. Let's, like, let's right? Be... Like, I mean, I would. I mean, let's be real for a sec. I, I probably would. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It's just like the thought of it like makes me, dude, like I I, I don't do well in the cold. I hate the cold. Yeah. The thought is terrible, but I will say, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the, the you know, just immediate, like, here's $3,000. I mean, it's not a lot of money, but at the same time, it's like for five minutes. I mean, whatever, you know? Yeah, it's true. Like, I'm going to live. Like, I'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. It's true. You're right. Okay. Okay. Here's one for you. Yeah. What's your price? Assuming, again, obviously, it's all paid for whatever. But what's mm-hmm. your price to go into, get into a scuba, scuba gear? And go mm-hmm. into one of those metal cages and be submerged, you know, into the ocean where all like w- with like great whites and all sorts of sharks just biting at the, you know, at the cage and stuff. Oh, I mean, I would pay to do that. If I was in the cage, I would pay to do it. Okay, then what's your price to like swim in chain mail though, without the cage, but like chain mail? That yeah, that's oof. yeah. Like you're with somebody who knows, like the tiger, the the tigers, <laughs> the sharks aren't like like you're not provoking them. They're not being provoked. Like obviously there is a factor that they could still bite you. So yeah. like. Obviously, it's not like guaranteed safety, but like, you know what I mean? I mean, I would have to research like how, you know, because here's the thing. Like, I feel like losing an arm or a leg or something like that to a shark biting it off would just be the just absolute worst thing. So like, I would have to really make sure that that wasn't one of the things that could occur. Like some cuts and bruises, whatever, the trauma of a shark attacking you and biting you, but it doesn't actually kill you. Like I could live with that. 
But if it was going to rip a limb off, that's, I don't know that I would have a number that would really be a thing. Like, I, well, I think let's think about it much. for a sec, though. Cause, like, I mean, I mean, like, you're swimming with sharks. There's no guaranteed safety. Like, you yeah. can try. Like, like, you know, we could say, okay, they can't rip your limbs off. Cause yeah. whatever. But, like, dude, if it bites you by, like, at the neck, you're gone. I think the chainmail covers that stuff. I don't think you'd necessarily be. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, whatever. Just like I don't know. If there wasn't if there wasn't the whole limb thing, I feel like I would do it for like five grand. Okay. My number isn't very high. Just because I mean, I'm a little bit of an adrenaline junkie already. So <laughs> I, I'd kind of be like, eh, be fun. I mean, it's true. Like if you ask me to do any car thing, I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Shoot, I'll pay yeah. to try that. Well, ready for a more intense one. Okay. That could have more severe consequences. All right. What would it take for you to commit? a capital offense in the u.s but you would never get caught but you could never return to the u.s you'd have to just live in non-extradition countries for the rest of your life so i think you know like exiled drug lords or whatever yeah i played the fifth <laughs> <laughs> i mean like honestly i don't know that i have a price for because when you say capital i mean that's pretty much murder no i mean i think there's other ones but that's I think it's murder i mean i think there's there's other Right, yeah, then, maybe not. Maybe not murder. Like maybe like, let's say, yeah, not something that would weigh that heavy on on your conscience. Maybe something like, I don't know, like just like $15 billion in credit card fraud. So they're not going to kill you for it. But it's like you're going to jail for the rest of your life. Like mm, if see. you got caught, but you didn't like directly kill someone. Well, if I like had 15 billion in credit card fraud and like still had that money. Um, yeah, that's a good number. Okay. I mean, I think with 15 billion, I'd be set for the rest of my life. I know. God, I would still have such a hard time, though. Like, cause part of what I love is freedom, right. you know? Yeah. And like being able to go, okay, I'm, I choose not to travel to that country or I choose to travel to this country. Like if you had all the money in the world, but you couldn't actually choose where you wanted to go, like exigent circumstances led you to having to decide, you know, like, ah, that'd be so hard. Yeah. I'd be good. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather not, you know? Yeah. Um, there's too many things I want to do in, in first world countries that, yeah. um, I don't know that it's really worth it. I mean, that said, yeah. I mean, 15 billion will get you a long way. It would. And I mean, I don't know, maybe I would do something like maybe I would, you know, take five million, uh, five billion for myself and donate the other 10 billion to different charities. And then I would feel better. There you go. There you go. That, that's that's the way to justify your evil actions. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. Always. So I think what this is really telling us is that either one, our prices are way too high, so they're unrealistic, or two, that we're crazy enough to take really low prices too for certain things. <laughs> it's probably a little bit of both. I mean, shoot. Like you said, you're a drilling junkie. I mean, I love I love that stuff. Like like the guy who like did the 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 skydive out of a essentially a spaceship, you know? Like the yes. guy that went into like the stratosphere essentially. Like yes. he was in this full like I would do that. I would Me have to too train for it but i would do it Same. or like like if i had the time and money to invest in myself to do like moto gp racing i totally would do that yep because like okay let's be real that is super dangerous uh well not really the moto gp is actually pretty safe oh i guess when i they get when they I, all get injured doing dirt biking uh when they're in their off time oh that's funny um yeah. well i guess sorry you're right not moto gp because like one of my dreams something mm -hmm. i really want to do even if it's not like on the pro circuit but like i would love to race at um isles of man during the, oh, the so tt cool. race there because that thing is just it's just so bomb it's just so yeah. oh my god 
but that race now that race is super dangerous i mean i think that that race has had the most fatalities in any like individual circuit i don't know i know it has yeah. a lot though yeah because like if you hit a wall at 200 miles an hour or 120 miles an hour i mean you're gone yeah it's not good to hit a wall at 200 miles an hour. no or like because it's it's different than like a track obviously because it's there's hills right. there's walls there's there's people. things <laughs> yeah there's people there's things yeah. whereas like at least with the motor gp track i mean even if you fall it's just open ground for right hundreds of yards i would assume for the most yeah. part ready last one okay what would it take or how much would it cost to get you to eat snails like the delicacy Oh, like, like escargot? escargot? Yeah. Ooh. I'd do it for like a grand. Really? Oh. Like if it's actual escargot made by like a French chef? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I may even do it for like 500 bucks. I mean, like it'd be gross, wow. but like 500 bucks. Like also are we talking like like one or two of them, right? Or are we talking like a, like a freaking like like a tray of like 20? Because if it's like a tray no, of like 20. Yeah. Okay. If one it's like two. one or two, I'd do it for like, I don't want to do it for as little as 500 bucks. Oh. I, I hate slimy and like gross foods, but for 500 bucks, I'd do it for that because it's also not spicy. Like if you wanted to dare me to like eat mm. like the world's hottest pepper i just wouldn't do it like i don't know that the i couldn't pain, do it yeah i don't know that the pain's worth it i mean no also like not. i mean if i did some research and found out like i knew i wouldn't die and i knew i would regain my sense of taste maybe i'd have a price but like right off the bat i'm good also most people who are going to dare you to do that aren't going to be able to afford the price i would want right exactly unless you know our friend elon who was willing to yeah. sponsor the challenge yes if he sponsored the challenge oh man there's nothing I wouldn't do for that guy. You know what? I would do it just to have Elon sponsor the podcast. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I would too. Yeah. Hmm. Like just for that opportunity, I think I would eat the world's hottest pepper. <laughs> That's that's our cost. That's our price. <laughs> exactly. You want it? We got it. Hell yeah. <laughs> At us, Elon. At us. Uh, all right. Well, on that note, I think we should end off this episode with a little note about the habitat of garter snakes. Okay. Garter snakes are present throughout most of North America. They have a wide distribution due to their varied diets and adaptability to different habitats <laughs> with varying proximity to water. However, in the western part of North America, these snakes are more aquatic than in the eastern portion. Garter snakes populate a variety of habitats, including forests, woodlands, fields, grasslands, and lawns, but never far away from some form of water, often an adjacent wetland, stream, or pond. This reflects the fact that amphibians are a large part of their diet. Thank you very much for listening. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this has been Rest Period. I'm Chris. And I'm Shane. All right. And I'm Mauricio. <laughs>